Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I've been waiting for this moment. Come on, Jory. Come on. Come on. Woo-hoo. And booyah. Come on. Just try, Jory. You could hit that high note. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> it is good to be alive. Especially when the the sky is blue and the birds are chirping and uh, temperatures are mellowing. We work hard for our springs. Spring is not a foregone conclusion. Not at this latitude. Not even close. So, yeah, we get excited when it gets to 50 and 60 and 70. These are all benchmarks, right? These are, this is a big deal. After what we just experienced, 27 nights below zero. The average is about 23, 24. We had 27. We didn't have any polar vortex babble, but it was cold enough. Meteorological winter, December 1st through the end of February, three degrees colder than average, making it the coldest winter in eight years. So, yeah, forgive me for uh, being a little celebratory here. Now that it was 50 today, and it should be 60 possibly tomorrow, definitely, well, Definitely, right? Um, Hopefully by Sunday. What are you going to do when it gets to 60? Call us, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Listeners are uh, texting. One of our uh, listeners says, Paul, I'm going to fire up the grill. Yep, that sounds like a good idea. It is grilling weather. No question about that. Another listeners, uh, same thing I'm doing today, shoveling snow from the piles in my yard onto the driveway. Now, why would you do that? So it would melt faster if you have an asphalt driveway? I mean, that seems a little counterintuitive. I guess so. I don't, it sounds like somebody that needs a hobby. There's plenty of great things you can do uh, without just needlessly shoveling snow. I don't understand that at all. I don't get that. Uh, Bill says, uh, Paul, if it gets up to 60, I'll be able to venture out to repair my snowman. <laughs> Why would you repair the snowman? Well, just just let it go, Bill. Well, you, you know, Let it go. Let that snowman hang on for a while. Well, Paul, I uh, have a portable fire pit. And this winter, I left it tucked around the corner from my driveway. I've been looking at it all winter, wishing I could roll it out into the center of the driveway and have a bonfire. Ah. Uh. So we're having a bonfire tonight. No, wait a minute. 
you can have a bonfire any day of the year. I mean, it's it's cold in the winter. You start a fire. Am I the only one that does that? Well, hey, I have you ever seen these fire tables? Oh yes, my mom got one of those last Holy year. Holy cow, are they cool? Yeah, and you, they, powered by propane, so you got a little yep. a can yep. of propane underneath, mm-hmm. but they come in different shapes and sizes, and. Uh, yeah, they are very cool. We rented a place in, I think, in Wyoming last year that had one of those. And we spent every night we were there out just having a drink, playing cards, whatever, next to that table. And we were up in the mountains, and it got chilly at night, and it was just the perfect thing. Yeah, It attracts people, um, and it doesn't – I don't know. I mean, how hard is it taking a few pieces of wood into a regular fireplace? But, I mean, it is it is convenient, and given the option, people will – Stray towards things mm-hmm. that are convenient. Another listener says, finally getting the motorcycle out of the garage. Ah, yes, yeah. Do you ever have a bike? No, well, <laughs> I mean, I would say yes, but real motorcyclers would say no. I had a 50cc scooter or moped or whatever you call it. I mean, it's, a, you know, it's just a tiny little motorcycle. I had a 90cc oh, Yamaha yeah. Mini Enduro. How fast does that go? 50, 55? It would, it would go like 40, 50, yeah. Yeah, okay. Not... For on the road, Not freeway, but I, yeah. I drove it on the road, okay. and I delivered newspapers with it, <laughs> and that was a sweet little bike. It it looked like a regular bike that shrank in the wash, so it was smaller, but when I was like 15 or 16, it was perfect, and then I, I gave it to my brother, and he trashed it. I got to tell you, when gas prices soared, I was kind of wishing I had that moped again so I could get well, yeah. 97 miles to the gallon back and forth to work. That was nice. Or an e-bike. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. e-bikes are coming down in price. I know they're still kind of pricey, but... Um, and you, uh, tapping maple syrup? Am oh. I going to get some maple syrup? You, Yes, I will make sure you get some maple syrup this year. I was just texting my friend. I, I have one maple tree in my yard, and then we tap a couple neighbor's trees, and then I have a friend, and he taps his, and a couple of neighbors. So maybe we have... Oh, I don't know, maybe 10 trees total between a couple of neighborhoods. And we make syrup every year. And I tapped on Friday. It was 7 degrees and windy when I tapped on Friday. And the first, I was just texting my buddy, says the first drops are coming today of sap into those buckets. And uh, hopefully in about a week or so, we'll be making our first uh, batch of syrup. I've got to check that out. Your to-do list sounds better than my to-do list, (laughs) which... Me, I've been tasked with picking up the, uh, the poop. In the backyard. Oh, but we had a text earlier. It says you just, you know, it'll freeze again. There'll be a cold night and you get a hockey stick. You can borrow mine. And, yeah, what did that text say about that? Best text of the day. (laughs) And we've gotten some good ones. Paul, you're supposed to shoot the poop into the neighbor's yard with a hockey stick (laughs) while it's still frozen. But here's the problem. Neighbors on either side don't have dogs. And so, I mean, when the snow does melt, they would know. That it was well, our dog, and that I, I shot the poop into their yard. Well, I think there you just would need, be repercussions. You need to leave some on your yard, and then you can just you 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 know when you see them down at the end of the driveway, you say, "Ah, oh, neighbors are just they're letting their dogs go on everybody's yard." Did Is you have it? any? Is that it? Yeah, and then I was going to blame the wind. cover cover for I was going to blame the, the wind. wind. The wind <laughs> blew my dog's <laughs> poop into your yard. Yeah, yeah. Good good luck with that one. But it is better to do when it's still frozen. I'm I'm with you there, and I I kind of missed my window. But okay, I'm I'm still going to do it with a smile. You know, anytime it's in the fifties or sixties this time of year, that's a big deal. So two years ago, 
today, we were doing the show from home. It was the shutdown. The shutdown began mid-March 2020. We had no idea what was going to come. Uh, I want to play you some of the show from two years ago, and we'll have a quick update on COVID and where things stand today. That's next. Jorah's back with me tomorrow afternoon. She was filling in this morning, 9 to noon, but uh, the three of us together, and thank you for joining us. Take nothing for granted. The older I get, the less I take for granted. Appreciate you tuning in. Two years ago today, there was a birthday party, a 100-year-old birthday party for the one and only Sid Hartman, right here in Studio A, WCCO. The next day, everything shut down. We all did the shows using these fancy contraptions called Comrexes that plug into an Ethernet connection. And, uh, you know, not as good as being in the studio, but all of us were trying to figure out how to get stuff done remotely as everything shut down. And it, it, it was harrowing. It was a scary time, especially spring of 2020. So here's what that first show from home sounded like. Is it better to just shut it all down, get, all right, everybody in the house, you can take a walk around the park as long as you social distance, but no common areas, just do delivery, things like that, and shut it down until this passes. Otherwise, it'll take longer. I struggle with this, too. I've got three businesses I'm involved with making payroll. Are we going to be able to survive? So I get it, you know. Mm -hmm. We need to find ways, too, uh, for the federal government and state government to get money to individuals and to businesses to keep going, to keep the wheels on the bus. Heidi's in Prior Lake. Heidi, should we shut it down? Uh, No. In fact, you should not. I think if the economy is said to be less important than people, we miss the point that an economy in complete failure will take lives also, not just a virus. People did die during the Great Recession. Certainly many people died during the Depression, and this has a hallmark if we're not careful and thoughtful about what we shut down and when we shut it down and how it is shut down to have an even larger impact than either of those times of economic, economic turmoil. Essential services have to continue, I think. But, but Define essential. Any, right? Anything that goes towards the war effort, and and we are fighting a war right now. Absolutely. Tim's in Frogtown. Hey, Tim, what do you think about that? Shut it down? Hey, Keep Jordana. it up? Hi, Tim. Hey, Jordana and Paul. Hey, Tim. Um, see, I don't think we should shut the country fully down or the state fully down, but I do agree with Governor Walls and other officials about, you know, groups of 250 or more, mm-hmm or whatever it is now, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, large groups, you know, concentrated in one area, like the St. Patrick's Day Parade in both Minneapolis and St. Paul. Or, you what know, about canceled. the restaurants and malls? You know, and I don't think we should do the restaurant. Well, maybe at some point, but I would say that we should not shut down the store, the actual grocery stores like Cub and Hy-Vee and Bar- Lund's Byerly's. Because people, because that would just be catastrophic. You know, where are people going to go get their food? Are yeah, we yeah. We that? need groceries yeah. and pharmaceuticals, yeah. and th- that qualifies as essential. Tim, that's a good call. I appreciate that. Dave's in Minneapolis. Dave, what do you think? Yeah. My question is: They talk about not being enough hospital beds to provide for pa- uh, provide for patients mm-hmm. in this. What about if they declare a national shutdown? 
how are they going to enforce this? There's no way there's enough police to go around and arrest everybody you know, that would potentially point. violate this. You Dave, know, you or, make an excellent unless, point here. I, it's funny. Yeah. I was talking to the kids about That's this. That's a good point. I mean, unless they call like out, but if they call out the National Guard. Is there enough, though? What, are they going to police every neighborhood? You know who thinks we should shut it down? Hmm. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who appears beside the president every press conference. He said he'd like to see a 14-day national shutdown imposed to prevent the virus's spread. His words, not mine. I think Americans should be prepared that they are going to have to hunker down significantly more than we as a country are doing. 14 days? (laughs) Fauci made the weather guys look good. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? 14 days? That was a conversation from two years ago today, and it's amazing to Ah. hear all the things that we were talking about. And we didn't know what we didn't know. Again, like peeling an infinite onion, a really rancid onion. And (laughs) yeah, I would have stayed in my basement for 14 days if it could have meant the end of COVID. But who would have predicted that this thing would go on for two years? Well, some of the epidemiologists did predict that it would not be over. In a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and they used the Spanish flu, the last pandemic of 1918, which went about two to three years. So wanted to share that with you. Uh, We were all kind of groping in the dark trying to figure out how to keep things going, how to keep people fed, how to keep, uh, you know, grocery stores open, how to keep people paid, how to keep as many businesses going as possible. Two years ago, a national emergency over this new virus. At that point, it had only infected about 1,000 Americans. Two years later, the death toll, 967,000, closing in on a million premature deaths. Many of those seniors, almost 80 million have been infected with a virus politicized by an already fractured nation our relationship with work with travel and even the people around us is profoundly different than it was two years ago data from the university of washington dj looked at uh, excess death estimates on a global scale and found that worldwide over 18 million people may have died by the end of last year. That's more than three times the official toll. We may never know exactly how many people passed away from COVID-19. And I'm sorry if you got heart disease or cancer, but COVID is what causes your death. You were killed by COVID Mm -hmm. in spite of other pre-existing conditions. The good news, the next few weeks, CDC forecasts continued decreases in hospitalizations and deaths. That trend should continue as things warm up. More people head outside. It's less likely they'll catch COVID. And wouldn't it be nice to have a a normal or near normal spring and summer? I I thought it was amazing as we listened to that clip from two years ago, how accurate um, a lot of, you know, the comments you and Jordana made and the callers made. I mean, we talked about essential workers before that was kind of common lexicon we talked about whether there was going to be a shutdown and financial assistance people could need but i also think you know one of the callers was saying we shouldn't shut down because there's going to be other impacts of a shutdown and we've seen the um you know call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Issues in education. And students, particularly uh, low income and students of color, have really fallen behind during this. So uh, all of those things are real. That doesn't leave us with a lot of answers about necessarily how to move forward. But... There has been a toll on business and education and the economy and families and uh, mental health and all of those things um, because of the shutdown. So it's – yeah, I mean it's not something to be celebrated, but it's amazing how we were having the infancy of some of those thoughts two years ago and all of that now has obviously come to fruition. And we're not going back to 2019. No. I mean it it is going to be a new normal. I read something in Fortune magazine – and I didn't realize this, but productivity did not decline during the pandemic. In most cases, many businesses, productivity went up, increased flexibility, decreased commuting time for many, made it possible for people to get more work done, more time working, less time schlepping around commuting, doing the same stuff they could be doing from home. And this hybrid approach is now favored by most companies. And I realize there are jobs that can't be done remotely. I get that. The other thing, this pandemic, as horrific as it was for so many families, has probably improved inclusivity. Somebody said something that struck me that I hadn't thought about. On Zoom, every box is the same size. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, just starting out in a company or the CEO. On Zoom, every box is the same size. So, again, a lot of head shaking stuff, but we wanted to share that with you because, uh, man, a lot has happened in two years. And we are ready for whatever comes next. And hopefully, we don't have to be babbling about COVID 19. I think it might be a little early to let our guard down. I, I realize. Chicago, uh, not Chicago, China is locked down again. 37 million people are locked down in China. Another COVID lockdown, the worst since the early days of the pandemic. So I hope I'm, I'm not wearing my mask unless asked to wear my mask. I'm eating indoors. I'm back to where I was in 2019. But um, 
If you're not just a little bit paranoid, you're not paying attention, you know. We've been through this a few other times, false alarms. Yeah, it's over. Well, no, it's not really over. Now there's another variant. Hopefully no more uh, Greek alphabet. Omicron, please let that be the last. Although there's a good chance we're all going to need boosters every fall, just like the regular flu. When we come back, a few show highlights, stuff that made us do a double take. Next. What are we going to do if we don't argue about daylight saving time? I mean, that's one of my favorite things to argue about twice a year, right? The Senate voted today to make daylight saving time permanent. So it has to get through the House and then, in theory, signed by President Biden. We shall see. I know there are parts of Arizona. Is it the whole state that? Doesn't observe daylight. I, yeah, I believe that's right. Wow. You know, do you think the Senate like is just like the rest of us, though, where they're they're thinking about it this week, and then in like four or five days, they'll just forget about it until November when the next daylight. I hope they get this is, done. You know, <laughs> Important legislation <laughs> yeah. that will serve yeah, the right. public interest. I don't believe it. They're all going to forget about it on Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it's a good thing. I guess it's a good thing. Um, Tim Lammers is on every Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday, he reviews what's streaming, what's at the top of his list, things that have caught his eye, or original movies on the streamers. And today, Tim Lammers reviewed something on Netflix, a new original movie called The Atom Project. A movie that I think everybody will enjoy. Ryan Reynolds plays uh, this pilot who, um, in in 2050, he, they, they've discovered time travel. He wants to travel back to 2018 to prevent uh, something sinister from going on. Instead, he crashes in 2022, where he encounters the 12-year-old version of himself. Um, so it's, it's an interesting deal. So now all of a sudden the younger version of himself teams up with the older version of himself to, uh, get this job done before, you know, the world turns into a disastrous place to live. So, you know, you got a great cast on top of, you heard that young voice there. His name is Walter Walker Scoble. He's a great young actor. Uh, Jennifer Garner plays his mother, Zoe Saldana plays uh, um, Ryan Reynolds' uh, love uh, that uh, is involved in all of this. And uh, we also have Mark Ruffalo, who plays uh, his father, who is actually his late father in 2022. So, um, yeah, it's just so much fun. It's so cleverly constructed, so entertaining. And again, uh, the key word here is clean. Clean? What? All right. That and uh, The Dropout. Tim Lammers, you should listen to the whole thing, but he also reviews the origin story of Theranos, which turned out to be based on a lie. It was a scam. Elizabeth Holmes, uh, that is on Hulu, and that's a series, and it's called The Dropout. And he also had amazing things to say about this. So I'm going to check both of those out ASAP. Uh, We also talked a lot about Ukraine. I asked CBS military consultant Jeff McCausland what may come next. We have to remember one thing, and I think this war demonstrates it very clearly. Napoleon Bonaparte, two centuries ago, said the moral is to the physical as three is to one. And there's no doubt about it that moral and strength and courage 
and in spirit are on the side of the Ukrainians without question. Normally, that will always fall to the defender. They are defending their homelands. In this case, that is for sure. We've got these reports of Russian soldiers surrendering. We've got these reports of Russian soldiers, you know, driving holes into their gas tanks or their vehicles that don't have to move, uh, being issued food that when they're captured, you find out that it uh, expired 10, 15 years ago. Uh, reports back to their families. They have no idea where they are, no idea that they're at war. All those kind of things suggest to me the morale and spirit of the Russian army is not there. And command and control certainly has been wanting as they try to execute this military operation, which I believe Putin and his generals firmly believe would be over in a couple days, and now they're heading for the third week. Now, whether they can do an operational pause, which some people suggest they're doing, and then redouble their efforts remains to be seen. Sadly, they're trying to use mass now, mass fires, to uh, break the will of the population as well as destroy the Ukrainian military. And they are trying to encircle some parts of the country, particularly around Kiev. The 10 to 14 days, you know, logistics is the master. You know, strategy and tactics is for amateurs, and logistics and sustainment is for professionals. And keeping those supplies going to Ukraine and then getting them across Ukraine. Don't forget, it's as big as Texas to get it to Kiev, get it to Kharkiv, which are way over in the east, now on supply lines, which weren't that great to begin with, or being addicted, that's going to be a, a, a more difficult problem as we proceed. Jeff McCoslin always has great insight, and I really appreciated him coming on the air with us today. Since Putin's invasion of Ukraine, I think it's been, what, 17 days, 18 days? 375 different companies have announced their withdrawal from Russia. Economically, at least in terms of the West, Russia has been canceled. I know Russia is still doing business with China and India and a few others. 375 companies have said nope. Russian prosecutors are reportedly issuing warnings, though, to many of those Western companies. According to the Wall Street Journal... Russian prosecutors are threatening to arrest corporate bosses. And Moscow has pledged to seize the assets of any business leaving Russia and allow its companies to steal Western patents. Experts believe the fallout could last long after the war in Ukraine ends and tarnish Russia's standing for decades, even if and when sanctions are eventually eased. One way to help folks in Ukraine... I didn't realize this. Some people have found a novel way to get money into the hands of Ukrainians. Book immediate Airbnb stays. Even, obviously, they have no intention of going to Ukraine. I'm not even sure you could get into Ukraine right now. But uh, Sarah Brown, who lives in Salt Lake City, is one of those who got the ball rolling in a Facebook group for Airbnb hosts. She booked a stay in Kiev. Someone else in the Facebook group noted that it was important to support Ukrainians in other cities around uh, the country. So Brown booked two more stays in smaller cities with plans for more. So creative way, get some money into the hands of these owners and uh, and keep the, help them keep things going. You know, you, you mentioned I don't even know if you can get into Ukraine, and I, you know I'm I'm sure there are ways. In fact, I know there are ways to get there. I know of uh, a gentleman who 
needed to go rescue family. So he went to Poland and then had to go from there and sort of piece everything together. But I also have family that I've, I've talked about before that live in Ukraine. Right. They had return passage booked for the end of this month. And just a few days ago, they got the note from the airline. The, uh, the flight has officially been canceled and hmm. they are getting a refund or whatever. So at least traditional commercial air travel, uh, it's, it's canceled. You can't, you can't get in. So. It's amazing to me the thousands of fighters mm. who are going into yeah. Ukraine yeah. Yeah. to fight for Ukraine, mm-hmm. to fight for freedom, mm-hmm. fight for self-determination, yeah. fight for democracy, and um, mm-hmm. we'll see how this turns out. Paul, one piece of slightly good news, I guess, is we, we've seen oil prices level out a little bit. And at the station by my house that has gone up and up and up and up and up and up for almost a month now yeah. – uh, it just ticks down another oh. five cents. The first drop I've seen on that sign on the corner in quite some time. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the down is still, you know, almost $4 a gallon, but at least it, you know, came down a nickel. I think oil was 130 a barrel. Now mm-hmm. it's under 100. Under 100 again. Yeah, yeah. 90 so, something. We'll see what happens. I know it, it changes day by day, hour by hour. Hey, it's going to warm up. A taste of April on the way couple of your texts about what you're going to do with spring fever. Next. Hey, if you missed uh, Jeff McCausland, his perspective, his thoughts about what comes next with this war in Ukraine. I love it. The, the Russians call it a special military operation. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Go to Twitter, at P. Douglas Weather, uh, for the complete interview. He always has a way of uh, putting things into perspective. Tomorrow, by the way, Jordana's back with me in the afternoon, back with DJ. DJ, the uh, travel preacher, is going to be listing the five most exotic places to stay on the planet. Forget boring hotels. There's a better way to do it. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan is going to be in studio talking about what Minnesota is doing in terms of cutting off business and trade with Russia. We're going to have a Minneapolis City Council member talking about the brewing sidewalk shoveling controversy in Minneapolis. And Dr. Greg Poland from the Mayo Clinic. Is the coronavirus over? Can we exhale, please? And apparently, last night on CCO Television... There was a story telling people not to telling people to shovel the snow away from their homes so their basements wouldn't flood, which makes sense to me. Do you do that? No. No, I don't do, but like my house has an awning so there's no snow up against the house and it's also graded correctly so it flows away from the house. So that seems like it'd be a problem if you had giant Drifts of snow up against your house. I don't know. I guess older home, maybe it's maybe? not graded properly. Or we used to. God, the house we we just knocked down would flood every spring. So I'm I'm sensitive to that. Um, and somebody said, uh, remember we we asked about why would somebody take snow drifts from their yard and put it onto their driveway. Apparently, he wrote back, he said, okay, little sun in the front yard, lots of snow, spreading it out over a larger area to get it to melt quicker on the driveway. What happened to no judgment, Paul? I'm not judging you. I'm just questioning. (laughs) I just have questions. 
Hey, Jorah's back tomorrow. Be safe out there. My job is kind of lumpy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.